Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Thrive 5. I'm Roar Alexander, host of the Thrive Life podcast and, of course, the Thrive Life active vodcast on YouTube. As always, you can find the Thrive Life podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and, of course, on the Thrive Life podcast Facebook page. But today I want to talk really quickly about simple hacks or simple Tips, actually. I'm going to use the word tips because I think hacks is extremely overdone. Everybody likes to use hacks because it's the thing that the cool kids use. But we're not here to be a cool kid. We're here to be intelligent health livers. So we're not going to go worry about words like hacks and biohacks and other silly terms like that. So I'm going to give you some good tips to help clean up your life for the better. So everything we're talking about is simple things to do that are easy to do at home. So number one is filter your tap water. Use a reverse osmosis machine or any other kind of three or four stage filters that are going to help you filter out all that chlorine and fluoride. Make sure that it has a activated charcoal uh, portion to it. That part is important. Now, for those of you that are worried uh, about, say, you know, the reverse osmosis and taking out the minerals, you can just easily add some trace minerals back in. You can buy those pretty much any health food store and online or even just drop in a little bit of salt into your water. Second of all, I've talked about this before in some of my other podcasts where I talked about endocrine disruptors. Uh, You want to make sure that the water you're drinking is clean, but that is actually less important than the water you're showering in. Because when you have a shower, you let in as many chemicals as drinking four to six liters of water. So make sure that you guys get a really nice, solid chlorine filtering Uh, filter for your shower. You can buy those on Amazon.com. And of course, most major health food stores have those as well. Another thing you can do is take a walk. Research has shown us that taking a walk is one of the best ways possible to help reduce stress and help bring down high blood pressure. There's nothing more zoning out. So if you're not into all that meditation stuff and all that crazy kind of stuff everybody wants you to do nowadays and hook yourself up to Headspace apps and everything else, taking a 15-minute walk is a great way to just relax your brain and relax your heart and body. Next, now, I'm sure you, if you follow me, you know that I am a fan of infrared saunas. And there is so much research on infrared saunas, whether it comes to cardiovascular health, muscle health, brain health, and just living longer, even telomere health. So trying to throw yourself into an infrared sauna a couple times a week, you know, keeping it at above 70 degrees and trying to stay in there for that magic number of 20 minutes is what you're going to be aiming for. So if you got one of those 15-minute timers, once it gets there, you got to flip it over and do your next five. Another thing that I, you know, I'm a big fan of is just walking around barefoot. The feet has as many sensors and nerves in it as your fingers. So you want to make sure that you're giving your feet some novel stimuli. And walking in some grass is a great way to go. New biometrics research actually shows that stress levels get reduced when you walk in the grass in your bare feet. Of course, you can also walk in the sand. What you want to do is you want to walk into, you know, just some nice natural ground, not just stepping on flat, solid concrete. doesn't quite have that same effect. Now, 
Let's get back to the home for a sec. Getting rid of plastics. Get rid of that saran wrap. Get rid of that plastic Tupperware. In your house, try to use glass Tupperwares, okay? Try to use stainless steel or glass all the time. Get those PCBs. Get everything else. Even if you got that, you know, that, what is it, that um, BSA, BSP, whatever it's called, that uh, plastic that's BSP free, you want to, they just switch in different chemicals, okay? So they're just going to put in different chemicals on that. So get rid of the plastic, just period. Plastic is just not a natural, it's not a proper material for us to be keeping our food in. Now, when it comes to making your house smell good, we want to, again, avoid those toxic chemicals. So Try using just simple flowers. Use natural potpourri. And of course, essential oils or essential oil diffuser. Now, do your research on essential oils as well because you want to make sure that you're using the right kinds at the right time. Okay? So, in your office or where you want to be wide awake, use things like peppermint because peppermint oil has been shown to boost your brain. Okay? It boosts those firing in your brain, makes you more awake, which is why they use peppermint with a lot of athletes. On the flip side of that, of course, you have lavender. Lavender is a great one for having in the bedroom when you want to be tired or when you want to zone out. So keep that one in your relaxation area. If you have a small area you like to relax in, you know me, I have my own yoga studio in my house. Uh, you want to make sure that you're using things that are going to calm you versus things that are going to excite your brain. In the shower, let's jump back to the shower again, using natural soaps and natural shampoos as much as possible, okay? Again, trying to keep those chemicals out, those phthalates and all those other chemicals that they put in there. Try using man-made, some charcoal soaps, um, some coffee soaps, anything that's man-made. Just make sure it's not too harsh on your skin at the same time, okay? So getting natural soaps is really important, as well as cleaning your house with natural products. I pretty much just use baking soda and vinegar which is an amazing way to clean the house and completely healthy. Absolutely no toxic chemicals in that whatsoever. Now, for your skincare after your shower, you want to go use just virgin coconut oil. Virgin coconut oil is a great one for making the skin soft and it actually is about an SPF of about 7. So it's got some uh, sun infrared blocking um, compounds in it at the same time. That's going to help you be able to stay out in the sun longer and just a great all-natural skin softener. Now, another thing that I've done is we've switched now primarily after 7 p.m. to using red lights. Now, I understand a lot of people don't want their house to look like the red light district, but you can also use some variations on some oranges, and there's even white lights now that's specially made to block out that blue light spectrum. Of course, we know, you know, by research that screens, things like iPads, TVs, laptops, regular lights, they all emit that same blue light as the sun, which means it's going to make your melatonin production stop It's going to make it harder for you to sleep. So you want to make sure that you are not screwing up your melatonin. Because melatonin is connected to circadian rhythms. And melatonin has actually been called one of the strongest preventers of cancer in the world. So we want to make sure that that melatonin is just right. That it's kicking in at the right time. Now, 
If you can't afford those blue blocking lights because they're quite expensive and you don't want to cover your house in red lights, then definitely look into some gamer glasses or look into some blue blocking glasses that you can get uh, quite easily. You can buy them on Amazon and even stores like Best Buy have blue blocking glasses. Also, another thing you want to do that we've done is we turn our TV brightness down. So quite often on your TVs, you can set a manual switch. What we've done is after about 8 p.m., we switch it to about half brightness. Now, when your house is fairly dark because you're using the red lights or whatever, you actually don't notice it. It's not that bad. Eventually, you just get used to it. So after 8 p.m., we always switch the TV to half brightness to cut down on that blue light because unfortunately, there's really no blue blocking setting you can put on such as you can on your laptop where you can iFlux or on an iPad or iPhone, you can actually use what they call um, the night. Uh, they have a night setting that makes your screen more red. Another thing you can do too before bed is try just doing a five-minute relaxation yoga video. So I have some. I do Yoga by Candice is a good YouTube page that I go to, and she actually has a number of yoga routines that you can do in bed that are made to just help you get ready and go to sleep. For those of you that might not be into yoga, you can do some meditation or you can also just do some deep breathing. But I really like to go along with a video and I like to get a little bit of movement in because I'm not just very good at just laying there in one spot. Finally, when you're going to bed, last thing you want to do to end off your day is make sure that room is both cool and dark and quiet. Get yourself some blackout blinds. Make sure your temperature is set to around anywhere between about 16 and 18 degrees. That's going to help balance those hormones and make sure you get a good sleep. And again, making sure that room is dark and there is no blue light. If you're using an alarm clock, make sure it's a red LED alarm clock. So, a whole bunch of tips, guys. Ran through a whole bunch of stuff in less than 10 minutes. Great ways to... Great tips, I should say. I don't want to say ways. I don't want to say hacks. Great ways to clean up your home, clean up your life, and improve your health. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you go to my website, www.roaralexander.com. You can also join me, of course, on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And I will talk to you again very soon.